Yeah! Buenos dias, Jorge. How you feeling, Slee? What's going on, guys? What is going on? You guys good? You look good, Slee. You look like you have a bounce in your step. Despite a Do Laker I? blowout. Are you sure? Just like, you, look, you look peppy. Well, I don't know had, what it is, but you got a pep in your step, Slee. I will say this. Not having a game tonight, Oh yeah, they're packing them in. Lakers are packing in these tomorrow games Tomorrow and over. Sunday, right? So play tomorrow. So they went Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They'll go Friday or no. Yeah, yeah. Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's too many games. You it's should, like you seven and twelve days. Get or something Adam like that. Silver on the phone and tell him, you know what? Let's let's stretch out these off days sure. a little bit more. Along but tomorrow's the way. different. Tomorrow's tomorrow. You got uh, you know, it's in season. Oh well, shoot, that's totally different. Completely different. Yeah, it Show feels some respect. Entirely different. How was your movie last night, Em? Uh, it's really cool. I mean, it was it was fun. I had a good time. Uh, you know, it was weird because it started a little late because it was a screening. So they had to like late, like as in late because they had a guy like Travis late or <laughs> right, late. That's what I'm getting at. So here's what happened. So I get to the movie. There's the typical pre-trailer stuff that happens at the Alamo. So the trailer, uh, then there's no trailers. All you see is a picture of the movie, and it's like dream scenario. And so then you're like, okay, and then that's the that, name of the movie. Yeah. Okay. The pictures are just there for like solid six minutes. I'm just like, look at my phone. It's so eerily weird to be in a movie theater that's dark, but completely silent. Yeah, like, that is There's weird. no trailer. There's no anything else. So you're sitting there like, you know, you look snack? at my phone. A no, I, I had a Diet Coke. Okay. I was trying not to spend money. So then I was, then the guy comes on, introduces the movie, who's in New York, and then the movie starts. But the movie was overall great. Uh, I got a eye mask with Nicolas Cage's face on it. So a sleep mask. That's sleep. all you can ask. So if you glance over and Emily has her sleep mask on, she looks a little like Nick Cage. Now yeah. you'll know why. Now I got it. Because it's a Nick Cage <laughs> eye mask. Which is so funny because my sister has a joke one time for uh, my birthday, or no, for Christmas. They got me a pillowcase that has Nicolas Cage's face on it that says, that. see you in my dreams, right? which then is a foreshadowing to this movie because he, as the character, this isn't a spoiler, it's in the trailer, he just pops up in people's dreams. He's a normal Joe Schmo guy that pops up in everybody's dreams. That's interesting. Yeah, it's like, very that's much an interesting concept. I would, yeah, I'm, you have my attention. It's very much Uncanny Valley. I've mentioned it a couple of times in the show, but it's again the idea that you maybe recognize this person, but you haven't seen this person, and it's just, it just creeps you out a little bit. Jorge, did you hit that drive-through Denny's yet? No, it's not here. I'll let you guys know later on. Who did you see? Did you see that, Slee? <laughs> drive-thru Denny's? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah there's a, a drive-through Denny's. Everyone's that, just to let you know, there's two in the country, first one in California. Okay. I, by the way, if you're telling me I can now need a Grand Slam in my car, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Over hard eggs. Sounds like a yeah. runny yeah, I don't, I don't need runny eggs. Like it, You're not wrong, Em. I'm going to have to go scrambled or over yeah, hard. Yeah, you want like, pancakes <laughs> no, in the car? Well, pancakes, you know, I'll risk the, the Okay, so there's a, there's a way to do it. Michael was telling me a story yesterday during the pregame show, okay? So I think, I don't know if Rams, it's the same thing for you. 60 minutes to tip off, it's presented to you by In-N-Out Burger. Okay. And every time we start doing that, that's when Michael's coming on. And Michael always has something about In-N-Out. Yep. And he gave me the heads up on Tuesday night. He's like, I'm going there tomorrow. Okay. Which is kind of interesting because I'm like, all right, I didn't know you like set on your calendar like I'm going it's in, in and out. In yeah. and out. It's in the Apple calendar. <laughs> well, however he's doing it, he's got a game plan. Respect the game plan. So Michael starts telling me he's like, he has condiments already in his car that are ready to go because 
the ketchup, you know, just not enough, too small, whatever it is. Okay. He's already got so he condiments. Like a bottle of ketchup? Got bottle of ketchup. He's got his condiments already in the car. He's got a roll of paper towels because Smart. he thinks the napkins are they're just not. You know, it's not, my own. It's literally my only complaint about In and Out. This goes back to when I was thirteen, living yep. in L.A. And my, can I just have the the In and Out napkins are very. Thin. I get it. They're very thin. I get right? it. And yeah. they give you one. Sure. I need like fifty. Especially, there's a lot going on in those burgers. You yes, got sauce dripping, you know, everything else. Yeah. Up. So he has paper towels. He has his condiments all ready to go. And then he also brings, he said, a like a paper plate. Okay. Okay. He wants the burger and the fries all on the same plate. Well, they give you the box. Give you the box, but he's got his own game. <laughs> no, plan. I'm, I'm just trying to break it down. So the reason why I'm bringing that up, it's like you were talking about Denny's and you got these pancakes and how am I whatever the case. This dude is like so prepared and set up for In and Out. He pulls over on the side of the road. He's got to have. What do you need? I got. I got ketchup here. I got this. Two problems with that scenario. I respect Michael for kind of thinking it the through. Organization. First of all, I'm never pulling over. I'm I'm driving with my knee on the wheel and I'm using two hands. I'm to a eat thousand it. percent pulling over. <laughs> I'm not. And then the other part is. Can I just stop you for a second? How do you enjoy the meal like that? You you don't you still don't understand me at all. You still no, you don't, don't get me at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I'm not I, I, at this point. I've I've stopped. These are not conscious decisions. These are wildly impulsive. A correct state. Yes, yes, thank you. You're right, but yeah. not in and out. In and out, you could actually enjoy it. Well, sure, you can. Or you could just eat it because there it is, right there. I'm going to go for it. You could savor it on the go. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. but at the same time, like, why not just get out and go in the restaurant if you're going to sit down and eat it anyway? That's my yeah. That's my that's point. my count. That's okay. I, I'm not. I'm not. That one's not a bad idea. The one I go to, there is no seating inside. There is no inside. It's literally just drive through or benches on the outside. Yeah, yeah they have the bench. Yeah. Sit on the bench. I'm going it's with Emily's <laughs> description from this point forward. I'm in a fugue, fugue state. state. Yes, that that's, reminds me that's, Breaking a, Bad. That's exactly And also, right. when you were talking about Michael- There was his... no fugue state, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly when I ordered that third double-double. I knew exactly yeah. what I was doing. When you were saying about Michael's preparation in his car, it reminds me, my sister has a travel air fryer. Like she keeps an air fryer That's not a real in the story. trunk of her That's car not a real story. at all times. My sister's obsessed with the air fryer. It's like an emotional sport sport animal for her. Can't, it's not she a has a shirt story. that says uh, down to fry. And uh, it says DTF, but it says, it says on the side, it says down to fry. So there's no confusion That's good. there. That's a good uh, And has an great. air fryer yeah, on it. She wore it to Disneyland. She loves her air fryer. What? Okay. I, I have many follow up questions. It's on not this. a real story. What? what what is the scenario that she's afraid of encountering where she would need an air fryer and not have one? Like, that she feels compelled to bring one with her? So she travels a lot with work. Okay. So she'll have to drive and travel with work. So okay. she might stay in a hotel, and she wants to be able to have her air fryer in a hotel instead of having a microwave. She likes to have the air fryer. It tastes different to her for some reason. Okay. I'm saying this because this is what she said to me. I Are don't these understand. like long trips where she's gone for months at a time? No, no. But this like is- okay. overnight? Travis, I'm also- <laughs> I'm explaining this to you because this is what she says to me. I, I, I also don't get it. I, okay. Um, so she also likes to go, oh, she's at a friend's house. Like, oh, we have these tater tots to make, but we don't have an air fryer. Let's bring that in. That's what you think. And then also she likes to bring it to work. So she likes to bring it into her workplace, have it at her desk so she doesn't have to get up. Again, she works at a job that works crazy hours. She's an accountant for a okay. big firm. And so she doesn't want to have to get up from her desk to go to the kitchen to do it. So she plugs in her air fryer and just gets all... Anyway, this is Claire's she, issue. She might yeah. be a genius. ZTF, right? This, this, this is an incredible <laughs> strategy to always have an air fryer nearby. Claire, well done. 
I and respect she, this. And she, at any moment, if I said I wanted an air fryer, she'd be like, all right, cool. It's already set on Amazon. She <laughs> loves to evangelize for the air fryer. She's an investor. Yeah. She is of air fryer. all in on this. Anyway, sorry to tangent. She's an air fryer evangelist. This is, this is true. All right. I have... Um, I don't. I don't know why, but I can't stop thinking about this. I was okay. reading this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want. I want to play something for you. This is a, a pilot of a seven forty seven for Ryanair. For Ryanair, which is a cargo company. They. They. This is not a passenger plane. This is a cargo plane. But this happened. This plane was traveling from New York City to Belgium, and this is what came up. Hey, yes, sir. Uh, we are a cargo plane. Uh, we have live animal horse on board the airplane, and the horse managed to escape his stall. Uh, we don't have a, a problem as of flying-wise, but we need to return return back to New York. We cannot get the horse back secure. Boston, Atlanta 4592. Atlanta 4592, go ahead. I do believe uh, we need a vet, veterinarian, I guess you call it, uh, for the horse upon landing. Uh, is that something you can uh, speak to New York about? Atlanta 4592, I'll pass that on. So this pilot was flying from New York to Belgium and a horse got loose no. in the airplane. I feel like that could be problematic. He said, look, we're good. Plane's flying. No problem. We're good. They had to dump fuel. Uh, we did, they dumped 10,000 gallons of jet Jeez. fuel off of Martha's Vineyard, which seemed vineyard, which seems like a lot to me. I, I mean, Yeah, I'm sure that's great for Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> it just, I mean, I know that the plane's heavy, so you can't land when it's heavy. I, I understand that for safety purposes, I get it. Slee, there was a horse the loose going on, on an airplane. There's horses in the air as we speak right now. Like I, ne- when I heard it, I'm like, okay, I get it. You have to get the horse from New York City to Belgium. I don't know if it's a show horse, a race yeah. horse. I don't know, but you need to get the horse over there. Probably not putting it on a boat. That'll take right. too long. So you got to put it on an airplane. But knowing that there are horses in the sky is upsetting. Yeah, me. there I don't, was a. I, don't know I why. didn't have that one prepared. <laughs> I didn't have that one in my head today. There's a story this year. I think I don't know who. But there was a whale that was transported in a plane. Sure. That is, that a whale was transported in a cargo plane. <laughs> That's insane. It that is insane. Because, like, those 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 military aircraft that can, like, carry tanks and yeah. things Hercules. like that. Yeah. I, I get it, one, yeah. but a whale needs to move. A tank just sits there. You, you roll the tank on, you roll the tank off. My head doesn't know what to do with a the whale? air fryer thing. This <laughs> horse. horse. There's a lot going on. When I first read it, I kind of I, I didn't read the story carefully enough because yeah. I first read I figured it was like, a, I don't know, like a passenger aircraft yeah. with a cargo hold where the horse had gotten loose and was like <laughs> kicking the passengers from upstairs. I just, I love the idea of a giant, horses are enormous, yeah. and there's a huge horse loose in the airplane. And also really imagine like being the horse- you don't know how you're in the air. You don't know how you got there. <laughs> well, they're there's, there's, easily I, look, scared. Looking the out the window, is, saying, what the hell is going on? I meant to do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the horse has a very good right to go nuts, right? That yeah. it needs a vet is not a big surprise. It probably needed some anti-anxiety uh, flying medication. Yeah, or just, yeah, tranquilizer. But there's also, uh, there's a joke from John Mulaney that it just, whenever you say it, it's like, there's a horse loose in a hospital. <laughs> but look up that joke. It's actually a pretty funny joke. I, this is going to bother me for weeks, Lee. I'm, I'm going to, every time I have a spare thought in my head, driving to and from work, it's or going to go to that. Watching a baseball game, I'm like, "There's a horse loose on an airplane." Just look at the sky. There could be really, there could be horses there. there. Right at any point, at any time, that airplane could have a horse on it.
That's good. You're going to think about it now, Jorge. I know I am. <laughs> Jorge, have you been playing the uh, lie of the day music this entire time? We could be oh, lying yeah, throughout so the entire time. open. Who knows? <laughs> well, it, 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 not according to this not is lying. The Guardian. Uh, the Guardian. I I saw, these are all yeah. true stories. I saw I'm 18 just saying. stories when I typed in horse and plane. <laughs> So it, it sounds ain't a lie. this whole opening segment sounds like a big old <laughs> lie of the day. If one of those, the air fryer, I will never believe that story. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna get a. Can, she should get. What's it called? Where you plug it into your cigarette lighter? What's that the car charger thing? Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. she should get an air fryer with that hookup. Sure. Why not? You know that I bought one of those things that has the hookup for you know for that, and then it has the actual plugs. Plug. Because when I was a camera guy, you need batteries to be charged at all times. So then at one point, we did hook up uh, other things like an air fryer. Air fryer. <laughs> Not an air fryer. Snow cone machine. Like she, has a pa- she has on her passenger seat an air fryer. She has a seatbelt <laughs> buckled into Honestly, it. She She's could. using it all the time. Think if you had fresh fr- air fried tots available on your commute. Sure. How, how, that would she's, be amazing. She's the one who wanted the pocket tot. She was the pocket tot inventor. <laughs> She's she's a next level thinker. She's she's thinking four dimensionally. Anthony Davis, um, not his best game last night. Probably not a huge surprise. And oh, by the way, he says he's going to play next game, no matter what. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Two quick points, Lee, before we move to uh, AD real quickly. Number one, my buddy G-Fish just brought up some very good in-and-out napkin points that I'd like to pass along. Sure. Uh, let's see here. Where'd it go? Yeah, see, now I got nothing it's gone. here. There it is. It, he's, he writes, and this is right, In-N-Out always puts the napkins on the cheese part of the burger. A, ruins the napkins, and two, the napkin is stealing my cheese. <laughs> Because when you when you pull it, because they fold them off the side of the box, right? They put the burger in, the napkin folds off the side, the fries are in the good next part there. of the box. Yeah, you need That's that. That's like one small, it's like right. one of the great treats of In-N-Out is when you open up the paper, there's that little nugget of cheese stuck to the paper that you, yes, just like Jorge did. You eat it right <laughs> off the paper. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like the give back from the napkin that's taking your cheese. These are the these are the things that keep me up at night. So it's the worst of both worlds. In and out, if you're listening to us, you, we can offer these small. <laughs> I love the cheese nugget in the paper. That's good. I just want the yeah. cheese nugget that's on the napkin too, because that that paper napkin it's is waxier. paper. Yeah, it's you, so yeah. like you can take cleanly. it off. You can yes. bite the edge of it and not have to actually disintegrate in your mouth. Yeah. That's exactly. But right. we love you in and out. But these are some, oh, yeah. some suggestions. <laughs> Look, we're just trying to improve the perfect product, right? And then Jorge sent me a picture of a beluga whale on a plane, which is going to break my brain. 
That's 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 it. I got the way they loaded in too. They pick up the nose of the plane. Oh my and then gosh! They yeah, it in. it's 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 insane. I yeah. s- smarter people than me. I think. And, but yeah. I don't even want to get into how the whale stays alive on a transcontinental flight, but apparently it does. And aren't they? I don't know. Shouldn't they swim? I, that's but they're not <laughs> fish. They breathe air. Right. So maybe why are they, they being moved? I, I don't know. I, yeah, who knows? For a free willy. They took it in a semi truck <laughs> with no water. Yeah, that's not very yeah, nice. That's not they, nice. They, they, they need to jump sure over whatever that was to free himself. Yeah, and the kid touched the he belly. He got out. <laughs> he got out. He, he escaped. He jumped over the thing. Yeah, the jetty. Um, about that. Welcome back, Anthony Davis. I guess is that just we were due for one. It's the first one we've had since opening night. It's like, hey, what the heck was that? So we had one opening night. We mm-hmm. had one last night. Tw- game one, game twelve. It feels about the right amount of time dealing not with a little bit of a hip story. thing and he did not play well he took ownership of it after the game uh just play bad i'm not gonna put it on anything or you know it was just in the shop um just play like it's that simple you were still on the injury report the last couple games with the adductor in the second quarter and just the naked eye looked like your movement was affected. Um, how it, is that still something that you're you're dealing with? Yeah, I'm, I'm still treating it every day. Obviously, you didn't get that. You don't get that day, you know, to really uh, attack it back to back. But I mean, it is what it is. You know, suit up, go play. Gotta be more effective. Obviously, it was you know still it was bothering me a little bit, but still got to go out there and do my job. All right, so I think the way you view it like kind of going back to the conversation we had yesterday like do is Anthony Davis underappreciated and and do we give him credit for all the times that he's really good and all these other stuff I think yesterday is a really good indicator of where not you Alan Sliwa but the the listener the Laker fan like where where you are in your journey with Anthony Davis I think will inform how you feel about what you saw last night because for me it was just, oh, there it is. That's about every 10 games or so you're going to get one that's just maybe it's you know a little sore hip. Maybe it's just a bad night. Maybe it's a lack of energy or whatever. But Anthony Davis gives you one of those about every 10 games, give or take. And last night was one of those games. And it was kind of like, ah, oh, it's too bad. They got blown out and sucks. But it doesn't like, oh, why did that happen? Because it always happens. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which one it was, right? Was it the... Does it matter? I think it does. I'll tell you why it does. I think I'd be more critical to Anthony Davis if he wasn't on the injury, the status report, and he's questionable. He's this. He missed a game because of his um, the hip was a hip spasms that he was having. Whatever you want to call it. To me, it matters only because if he's not feeling a hundred percent yesterday, or he tweaked something in the first quarter, Trev, pull him then. That that having Anthony Davis in last night, where he's getting dominated in the first quarter, Demontis Sabonis is doing whatever the hell he wants. AD clearly was not there. Clearly, like it wasn't even a um, there. There wasn't a moment, and I hate even in the fourth quarter where he got a couple more shot attempts and played a few more minutes. It actually made his nine and nine look better than what it really was. Sure. If there's a way to make a nine and nine look better, if AD. If all we're talking about, and we do this with LeBron James, all we're talking about is you just got to be healthy at the right time. Lakers, first off, were getting blown out before the game even started. You're basically down 20. If Anthony Davis is not 100% healthy and you're playing on a back-to-back, 
it's up to the Lakers then to say, well, why are we going to re- just look at him? He clearly doesn't look like himself. He's not even attempting to take shots. He's not attempting to be aggressive. And don't get me wrong. I know he's had games like that where he's healthy and he has moments like that. But when he's saying, oh, I didn't play well, I didn't this, I got no excuses. No, there is an excuse. But if the excuse is you're not feeling 100% healthy, then let's pull AD out of that game. Now, I'm sure Anthony Davis is saying to himself, well, if I get pulled out of this, if I pull myself out of this game, is all that chatter going to keep starting? The chatter's there either way. I was going to say, he's in a no-win situation with that. And and that's what I'm saying. What is the chatter going to be? Is the chatter, you can pick and choose which one this morning. Do you want the chatter to be, ah, AD's dealing with an injury again? Or do you want the chatter to be, ah, Anthony Davis had one of those games again? You're going to get either one of them. That was my only that I I guess as the dust settled, it's like and I really wanted to hear him post game because if AD would have said, and as simple as this, he's trying not to make an excuse. I just didn't play well. But if AD had said something to the effect, I was kind of a shell of myself today. I tweaked something there in that first quarter, and I just I wasn't feeling it. I wanted to make an excuse for him, but also to make an excuse for him. I also want the Lakers to be smart and say, yeah. hey. 12 minutes in, let me pull the guy. I want to talk about his usage in a sec, but just the the idea of was he dealing with a nagging injury? Yeah, probably. Would, would, could he just get a night where Sabonis just hands him the business? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's probably more likely an injury than not, but just for him, to me, it's you're going to get something like this. And then he finished the whole thing with uh, when asked whether or not he's going to play against Portland tomorrow yeah. night. Yep. I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll play for sure. <laughs> this is, I think, what you were getting at, which goes, was it Houston where he tweaked it originally? I think it was, I think it was Houston. Or, or maybe Houston was the game. Houston was the next game. I think game. it was think Miami. He, okay. Miami's so, way tweaked it and didn't it, play the final 14 minutes. Okay. So it's just one of these things that I agree with you. I think he's trying to cut off the criticism before it actually shows up because he knows what the criticism is. And quite frankly... The criticism about him not playing, the criticism of him being uh, injury-prone, the criticism of him being soft occasionally, I think are, are well-earned criticisms because it happens a lot. And, yeah. and he's trying to cut it off. He doesn't want Charles Barkley to call him street clothes. He doesn't want us talking, oh, here we go again, you know, a little hip thing and he's not going to play. He's trying to actively take that off the table Address it. before it even happens. And like the last time he said, he's like, oh, I'll definitely play. We went, yeah, right. And guess what? He didn't play. Well, this is this is and, the... And this one is just like, it's it's the exact same thing over again. And everybody went, oh, okay. Might he play? He might. But if he didn't play tomorrow night, would you be shocked? I wouldn't. So I don't care about the, oh, okay. Oh, for sure, Anthony's. I don't pay too much attention to that, but he's putting himself in a, in a compromising position. What if you can't go tomorrow? Like you don't have to give the the trying to that's tell everybody that matters. exactly that. That's the reason why it does matter. He, it's it, a window into his thought process. No, no, you're you're right that that's you're right that that's how he thinks. But what I'm trying, if Anthony Davis was sitting right here, I, I would AD. Who gives a flying? You know what about? And he does. I know he does. <laughs> and that's why LeBron went out of his way yeah. whenever that was, that was saying. A lie. And, and, and he doesn't pay attention to any of that stuff. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't. I think he uh, does. I feel like that tells us that he does. But it didn't happen over – this didn't happen over the course of a week or two weeks. AD built some of this over years. years. Yes. Right? Yes. So you're, you know what also is not going to change? It's not going to change in a couple weeks. That Because Forever. it was built over years, yeah. 
it's not going away for a long and but that that's the problem that I, I have the the not the difficult time understanding. I just wish he stopped trying to care what everybody he's not gonna win that argument. That that whatever case not. that somebody else is gonna make, he's not gonna win that. Of so why not. not just approach like last night? I don't know if I could play on Friday. Because he does I just care don't know. But he does, but doesn't it look even worse every time he does but that? Al, you're doing that thing again where I you're asking a person to not be who they are. That's who he is. He does care. And and in nine out of ten instances in life, caring about things is important, right? Okay. It's just that in this particular case, it's detrimental to whatever it is he's going to be as a basketball player by trying to satisfy all these different groups. But he's always going to be Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis cares about this stuff. It's just who he is. For better or for worse, this is the sort of guy he is. See, I took it, I took it as he's trying to please both crowds. The one that's going to say— and he's getting neither. Right. The, the one that's—when he says, I played like ish yesterday, mm-hmm. fine. They're going to talk about it. I know I had nine points. They're going to talk about me, and I hate that, but that's fine. And then he addresses it by saying, but you know what? Despite all that, I'm going to play tomorrow just to shut them up. And then I don't see those comments. I don't see those headlines like or whatever. digging a, a deeper so hole. So he's just he is. You know, yeah. pleasing both groups. Yeah, and not getting anywhere. Pleasing both groups, and like you said, neither group is pleased. You're gonna have to make some decisions, and he is who he is, and he is nicked up. Whether it's debilitating or not, only he knows. The trainers know, right? It doesn't feel like it's debilitating, but it does feel like something that's affecting him a little bit. Or maybe because he didn't have the day off in between, they could weren't be. able to. Uh, could be. To it, it could be any it. of these things. Yeah. But trying to mitigate it before it's really even happened, because had had this been the first time he said it, okay, I guess he's but. It had just happened, what, a week ago? Literally. Ten, ten yeah. days ago? Yeah, whatever. maybe ten days yeah, ago, just, something it, like that. In very recent Anthony it was a Davis Monday night history. against Miami yeah, a week a week ago Monday way, night. I don't remember anything. I remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so I just it, it's relatively soon enough to where we're doing it again. It's like, oh boy, here we go again. And it's the same thing with him. Had he just played bad? Hey, does your hip bother you? Yeah, a little bit. You're going to be able to play? Hope so. Okay. Yeah, you what, don't have what, to be what, definitive. What mostly happened? I got my ass kicked. Happens occasionally. Now, would you be All surprised right. if he doesn't play tomorrow? I would. Surprised? Yeah. No. See? It's one of those where no, I'm you okay can't with. be. Anybody right. that's surprised if he doesn't play tomorrow is not paying attention. Yeah, and, well, you don't have to even look at history. You can just look at the last 10 days because that was the exact scenario mm-hmm. where he said he will be playing. His history mm-hmm. was laid out in the last 10 days. Like, mm-hmm. it played out exactly like the last several years have, which is when he's there, he's almost and always pretty good, occasionally yeah. – sensational and once in a blue moon pretty crummy and yeah. last night was pretty crummy it just mm-hmm. it happens but it almost be better if he doesn't play tomorrow so they can actually maybe get a little better because we don't need to see another nine point night out of anthony davis because he's trying to be on that, the court just because people I, are going to say he's not on the court i think that's part of my frustration of yesterday is if he's tweaking something or he doesn't feel 100 percent healthy he was better off after the end of the first quarter of Darvin Ham jumping in and saying, "Hey, I, I get it. I understand you want to go. I get that you want to show that you're going to game. You're going to be a gamer through this whole thing. But I'm going to make the final call and just sit right here. We got too long of a season to worry about. You were just playing 24 hours ago. If something's not feeling good, we got 70 plus games left to go for the year. I think that is a great point and something that the Lakers don't seem to hold in particularly high regard through the first 12 games of the season. Let's do that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, if you get hurt in an accident, call Sweet James, 1-800-9-MILLION. You know the number by now. You've heard me say it a lot, 1-800-900-0000. That's the number you call if you're hurt in a 
car accident, a truck accident, a motorcycle accident, a dog bite. If you get hurt in an accident, you need to call Sweet James because you need expertise. You need the peace of mind that comes with knowing the people that are representing you know that business inside and out. And that's what Sweet James is. That's why they've been awarded best attorneys in America. Used to work for the insurance company, Sweet James did. Saw how they did it and said, nope, that's not right. That's not justice. That's not what people deserve. And now he's making sure that that's exactly what you get. Multiple attorneys looking at every case. They can work on the settlement. If they don't get the settlement that's fair and right and just, they go to trial and they win 98% of the time. They've had over 500 trials under their belt. That's more than just about anybody else. So if you're hurt in an accident, make the call I've made, my friends have made, and my family has made. Call the accident attorneys at Sweet James at 1-800-9-MILLION. That's one 800 900 Zero 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 and sweetjames.com. Corey, I'm not trying to spoil the uh, Hey Did You See coming up here yeah. in about 10 minutes or so, but we will get back to that, Denny's? For sure. Okay, good. <laughs> I just I just wanted to make sure that uh, I, I, maybe it's because maybe it's I'm off tomorrow's sleep. Yep. I'm, I'm like preoccupied with things that sometimes sometimes I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing my thought process. Like, okay, you know, I'm going to get to that later. I, I, I can't, can't, lot going on can't worry right about now. the horse plane right now. can't yeah. worry about the drive through Denny's. I got to focus mm-hmm. on the thing that I got to focus on. Not today. I got, I got a horse plane brain. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to pull that <laughs> I, one I do. Yeah, I just, I got, I got a lot of horse brain going on right now. <laughs> you don't seem as interested in the horse plane as I had hoped you would be. Yeah, that one was just maybe it was odd, right. Yeah, it was so very odd. odd. I think it just threw me off too. I didn't even know that that was coming. I had no well, I idea that the, didn't tell you. that the want, audio wanted... was there. So I was really I was unprepared mentally. I think of the pilot like I'm assuming there's somebody in charge of the cargo that's not the pilot, right? There's probably a cargo steward or something. Yeah, I think I've seen on, yeah. on TikTok crew. people that do like cargo flights, and they yeah. essentially are just like strapped into a normal seat, but right. like watching over the cargo. Right. So all of a sudden, the cargo mm-hmm. manager. Is like, uh, is that horse loose? We got a situation. Yeah, and th- now he's got to think. Okay, can I get that horse back in the barn or pen or cage or whatever? I don't know. I don't know how you transport horses. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do you immediately go to the pilot and say, "Hey, listen, I got a loose horse down here. How do you want to handle this?" Or do you try to corral the horse by yourself? There's just a lot of questions. I and can't who knows get if it's like a normal thing? Like, oh, again, all the time. A horse again. <laughs> But I'm also the third time this month. Interested if they like gave the horse some sort of thing to sleep through the flight. Could be, and it didn't sleep through the flight, and that's an issue of whatever they gave the horse to. Like, but you see horses on on the trailers, flight. right? Yeah. Like driving down the road, you yeah, see yeah. horse trailers, yeah. and the horses seem relatively calm in the oh, trailer. But the horse doesn't have to have the same elevation gain that you have to have True. when you're on a flight. So I don't know what happens to their inner ears or whatever oh. when they fly. I, I don't horse think you're putting yourself. <laughs> I don't think you're putting yourself in a horse's shoes. I don't think <laughs> I you're do, really. I, think you're right. I don't think you're. Don't need to call my mom. She is a veterinarian. As yes, they for like I would like to know what the horse anxiety level is for. Transcontinental yeah, air, Joe Kitch, air travel. Hey, Joe Kitch, call in eight seven seven. He would know. I'd be more anxious than the horse. Dude, <laughs> do I call the pilot? Do I let him? Know? And then the pilot's like, "All right, is, is this is the cargo manager going to fix this yeah. thing, or do I have to turn around? Do I'm, I wait till after to Belgium? Do I wait till after lunch? It's a Can union thing. First, it's a union thing. You can't <laughs> touch the horse. You're, you're not <laughs> like it's like if I get halfway over the ocean with a loose horse, that could become a problem. Do I just turn around right now? Like sometimes, look, this probably isn't exactly right, but I think everybody can relate. You ever jumped in your car, you're getting ready to go, and it's going to be a trip of some length. Let's say it's 45 minutes. Okay. Okay. And you sit down in the car, you're like, I think I need to use the bathroom. You can go, you'll probably be fine. Yeah. Or you get you, you turn around, you go back to the yeah, house. I, t- I you, tell you what I do. 
Yeah, I'm rolling the dice. We're yeah, going. see, I then you're that that could that could go badly, and I feel could. like this is the horse situation where it's like if I'm over the Atlantic Ocean going to Belgium, and this horse is going berserk. Now what do I do? Land in Greenland or ice? I don't I don't know. Where do you go? How did a movie on work? for the horse? <laughs> is there meal service? Show for the horse, the, horse the screen of like look where we are. Sea <laughs> biscuit on the screen. <laughs> Show the horse where you are on the flight. You know they have to just where the plane is. Look, we're right here. <laughs> we just, Instead of a plane, really icon, wants to turn back around. Just a little horse galloping across really wants the ocean. To turn right back around. Do you feed the horse on the flight? There's so many questions. This is going to bother me. I did uh, text my mom, and okay. as she, my, her first response was fly. So <laughs> send her the link. I sent. I sent her this. I explained the story to her. I didn't send her the okay. link. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, Doctor uh, Hebel will get, get back to, the to bottom us. Bottom it's actually Doctor Johnson. She kept her maiden name. Uh, Doctor Johnson. Doctor Johnson will get back to us on the uh, horse flight situation specifics. Um, the Lakers were behind by 20 in the first quarter. Yeah. They were behind by 20 uh, in the second half. 20 to start the fourth quarter? Is that what it was, Lee? So I'm they trying. were down 11, 13, 24, I think. Okay, 24. 24 to start the fourth. They were not going to win that game. And yet yeah, LeBron James and Anthony Davis played a lot of minutes last night in mm-hmm. a game that, barring something really un- uh, you know, unlikely, you're not going to win. Sacramento's pretty good. Darren Fox is back. By the way, I won my prize picks thanks to Darren Fox and LeBron. We'll get okay, to that coming up in a little bit. Um, they're 12 games in, and they're playing LeBron minutes like he's 28 yep. and not almost 40. Mm-hmm. That And they're 6-6. Six and six. Like If you if you would have told me, hey, listen, LeBron's going to be playing in the mid-30s, maybe even a little bit beyond that uh, through the first 12 games of the season, I'm like, oh, okay, they're going to be, what, 9-3? and three? Like kind of really leaning on LeBron to do that, they're playing him these heavy minutes, and they're six and six, and it just seems like the disregard for the wear and tear on his body is not is not something that's sustainable. That this will come up as a problem later on because getting healthy for the end of the line, we I think we all agree is the number one priority for this team. This is not the recipe to keeping everybody healthy all year long. Okay, help me understand this. All right, so. You already have Anthony Davis looking like he's feeling – he's not 100%. That's just clear, right? He's not 100%. You got LeBron playing in a back-to-back. You got AD playing in a back-to-back. There's two ways to load manage, okay? One way to load manage is you don't play somebody and you just say they're not going to be in the game. The other way to load manage is the Memphis Grizzlies game where the Lakers are up – 20, 30, whatever they're up, and they decide we're only going to play LeBron and Anthony Davis. They're not going to play in the fourth. We're going to play one guy 23 minutes. We're going to play the other guy 26, 28 minutes. In the same scope of it, you're walking into the fourth quarter against the Kings. You're not coming back in that game. And frankly, it's not that important to try to to, to try to make this comeback. You're down 24 going into the fourth quarter. I see people on Twitter, I see people saying like, oh, you know, I, I like that the Lakers made a run. They cut it all the way down to nine. It was a fake run. What, okay, let me go a step further. What's the point of the run? That what what is <laughs> What's the point. purpose of the run? Right. So, let, okay, let, let's say that, hey, I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the Lakers fought all the way through. This isn't a team of 25-year-olds that you're just trying to get some reps in. And, and teach to close things out. LeBron learn the process, to, right, you know, right. all that stuff. Instead, you're playing LeBron and Anthony Davis. I'm going to go back to AD. AD clearly does not look healthy in this game against the Sacramento Kings. No. So you're going to end up playing him and LeBron 35 minutes this game in a game that you're starting the fourth quarter down 24? That's load, load management is you don't play somebody 
or you play them because you're either blowing somebody out or you're getting blown out, you decide to close up shop. That's a very difficult one for me to understand last night. And anybody that wants to say, oh, they did it? you don't give up and you this, I guess. You what, know, can, what, I, can we stop you right there? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you give up. It's fine. This is not, you're going to lose a game anyways. This, exactly. This Pick is your battles. Not life and death, mm-hmm. right? This is a November 14th a game November against the 14th Kings. November 14th game against the Kings. This is not a playoff game. game. This is not a hey, if we lose, we're done. Or sure. if we lose, we're just about done. This is game 12. There are 70 games remaining. Sometimes you do give up. And not like in your DNA but live to fight another day, right? You're, you're going to try to win a battle and lose the war. This is not a, a sustainable program. I, th- this whole don't give up thing, occasionally you need to give up. It, it sounds it, it sounds kind of stupid. Lakers were going to lose the game anyway, so it was, it was nothing was going to happen. But it sounds kind of stupid to say, for some reason, if they'd have played, if I'd have told you that Braun and AD, Lakers lose yesterday by 15, 25, whatever the number is. AD and Braun ended up playing 25 minutes each. I'm like, okay, well, at least there's one silver lining there. Bingo. And it's not even that great of a silver lining. It's not, but it's but, better than getting what you got with them playing 36 but minutes. But instead, it's, hey, let me give you 35. I'm going to go, and I'm going to keep emphasizing this. AD didn't look, I, I was making a case here, if AD doesn't look healthy, pull him after the first quarter. If, if that's the case, just that. whatever the conversation, you want Anthony Davis to be healthy for the stretch run. If you're down going into the fourth quarter by 24 and you got a chance to save some of your dudes some minutes, take advantage of that. Lakers clearly didn't do that. I don't understand what Darvin is looking at in these situations. Can I read you the quote? Sure. He said, I told them at the break and at the end of the third, we got about four or five minutes to see if we can do something and dig into this lead, minimize the deficit. And they came out, we switched up our defense, went to a zone, helped slow down a little bit, were able to make shots on the other end. The five guys that finished for us, you got to give them a chance to see what we can do. I completely disagree. If it's a 10-point game, I get sure, it. it's totally different. Not 24. No. There, it, there's certain times to throw in the towel yes, and say the game's you over. You gave them three quarters to cut into the deficit, right? That it's not going to turn in the last five. It, it, it's just not going to happen. So there ha- Darwin knows that. So my question is not what he said. What, what's the thought process? Is he trying to figure out what he has? Is he trying to figure out which players work better with which play? Like, what, there has to be something beyond we're trying to beat Sacramento on November fifteenth in Game Twelve when we're down twenty three points. They, it can't be that mm-hmm. because that that's just not smart. And I don't think that he's maybe it not is that. smart. Maybe what you're saying is it, maybe it, it's it's a coach still. If I told you, hey, do you understand this team twelve games in? Do you know what you have? Do you, do you do you have a good idea of what the Lakers are twelve games in? I don't, and I don't I think don't. they do either. Because I, I was going to say I I do not have a good idea of what they are. Maybe part of the playing these guys in the final twelve minutes or ten minutes of that fourth quarter, maybe part of it is LeBron, Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, um, Austin Reeves. I'm just going to play these guys and see if I could figure something out in the fourth quarter, and it had less to do with actually winning the game. Because winning the game this. was not a possibility. It, you, what, you could it, outscore in, somebody. The, the fourth quarter, you could outscore somebody by 15 points, and you still lose by nine. That's how far back they the, were. The odds of winning that game were probably, what, one in 50? One, one in 100? It, it, just, it just wasn't going to happen. 
and you burned rubber off of LeBron's tires that yeah. just did not need to be used. Quick tweet here from Josh Santa Maria, who sends a picture from inside a cargo plane, and it says, lots of horses can fit in here, whales, sharks, and giraffes, hashtag Noah's Ark. So, okay. What? Like, I'm this just saying, there aren't whales. Another impossible story. But that is a much larger um, uh, uh, area. The, the capacity of that plane is, but now I feel like you could just turn the horses loose completely and let them walk around. Right. I, I feel, I mean, it's an entirely different situation. My mom also said it's like that they, uh, most animals would be on a tranquilizer, okay. but that maybe the tranquilizer didn't work. Just turn, just turn them loose. Open the gate on the on the corral and let the horses frolic in the uh, 747 and see what happens. Hey, did you see? Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Rotolo Chevrolet has won Dealer of the Year 13 years in a row. Think about that, right? Think about how many how many times has a team won a title 13 years in a row? Never, as far as I know. MVP 13 years in a row? Never, right? Dealer of the Year, that's what that is. It's being the best 13 years in a row. And here's how they do it at Rotolo, day after day, month after month, year after year. By treating you like you're the most important person there, because that's exactly what you are to the folks at Rotolo Chevrolet. Go and see what all the fun is about for yourself. You got an eye on a new Silverado. You got an eye on a new Chevy car or truck. Get yourself to Rotolo Chevrolet. Right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit. You can't miss it. You've seen Mike Capozio on TV and Mike right on down the line. Everybody on staff, Eddie, Armando, uh, Frank, all the guys I've met, Owen, Jabari, all the fellows that are out there right now, they make you feel special because you're going to be transparent, courteous up front. You're going to feel great about your purchase from Rotolo Chevrolet. Go to Rotolo chevy.com r-o-t-o-l-o rotolo chevy.com you can see everything's there right everything the prices everything you need to know right there online and then go on into the store and see what all the fun's about when you get to rotolo in fontana tell them that travis sent you okay pop quiz where is did you see me did you see what i did in that from i i need to hear it again i I can't, it sounds I can't, like this. Did you see me? Did yeah. you see what I did? <laughs> While I appreciate your uh, impressionism. What did it sound like? Did, did you see me? Did you see what I did? I, guess I, I, I will listen to it more closely next time. Because I think I know it, but I can't place it. I need to hear it one more time. Do you have time. a guess, Al? No. Jorge? Don't, don't, I guess the, the Minions movie grew. Uh, Agnes yelling after shooting the thing. I, I thought that's what it was. It's not. It's from Finding Nemo. Oh, it's when uh, the little the little that. turtle kid goes off and he like leaves the shoot and then comes oh, back. Did right. you see me? The did you crushes see kid. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, fools. Did you see? So let me start with Denny's here. Please. So Denny's has opened their second drive-through spot in the country. First one in California. Okay. So the first hundred customers that showed up yesterday. Where is it, Jorge? Uh, in Fresno. Okay. Off of White Bridge right, Avenue. Place. Yeah, and... that's where he's retiring. <laughs> exactly. It's, just, it's all coming together. <laughs> I wonder how much that would help with Susan in the pitch. You're like much. Susan Denny's drive through Denny's. <laughs> drive through Denny's, Emily. Please, please. So it's off of White Bridge Avenue and Golden Road. So if you guys are in the area, I looked at a house on by. that street. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what would you order if you go through this drive through besides the Grand Slam? Because we already talked about the Grand Slam. So There's tons I, of of uh, many options. I think I've told you this. Yeah, I know you worked at Denny's. For I spent years. a summer, a uh, second story about my Clorinda, Iowa days. I spent a summer playing baseball in the Midwest, and we just kind of went from town to town playing in these small towns. And Denny's was the go-to? when you The bus driver <laughs> in these situations gets to pick where you stop because the bus driver eats for free because he's bringing in you know, f- 35, 40 people. 
So the bus driver, Darwin Boo, I still remember his name, <laughs> B-U-G-H, loved Denny's. Like couldn't. So we would go to Denny's almost every day. Okay? So I have eaten every single Denny's oh menu item with one exception. Liver and onions. Could never bring myself to go to the liver and onions. That's it's, fair. It's not, it's not my yeah. – but if it's on that Denny's menu in the summer of 1993, I had it. Mm-hmm. So the best Denny's to-go item – Can I yes. guess? Yes. Wait, to-go? Because you're getting it through the window in yeah. this situation, right? Moon's over Miami? Close. That's Very close. Superbird. Superbird. Yep. That's exactly right. The Superbird is the answer. It's a chicken or is it turkey? It's turkey. Turkey sandwich. Tomato with bacon. A big slice of tomato and bacon on it, and it's phenomenal. On sourdough. Yes. <laughs> so for me, it's going to be Moons Over My Hand. Great choice. And I think that's because I don't, I, I'm not, if I'm cooking something at home, and the only thing I'm typically doing is I'm making breakfast, yeah. right? Like on a Saturday, you're like, I want to make some breakfast. It's not that far off of what I'm going to be able to create at home. There is a little bit of something of just that comfort food, the fact that it's warm. You know, it's got the essentials that you need there. Moon's over Miami for me. So I'm going to go kind of different than you because I don't want to make something I can make at home. Like if I'm going to go to Denny's, I'm going to order something. I'm going to do something that I can't do well. Chocolate so I'm gonna... souffle. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd probably go either the chicken biscuit and gravy bowl. I'm just looking at the menu right now, and these are great. And then also uh Country fried steak. Mm-hmm. Oh, or I love a chicken fried steak. I love so a country I. fried steak. So do it's I. It's so good. It's very full. Yep. I didn't have it until I actually went to camp. I worked at summer camp, and they, and they served chicken fried steak like every Monday, and I fell in love. Like I had gravy. Oh, same man. same summer. I had no fewer than fifty chicken fried steaks. I don't think I've had it since, but it's damn good. Damn. Good. I think Berg would go chicken tenders. Right. <laughs> That'd be his. And that, that, honestly, that, that's a great choice. No, it's a, it's it is a phenomenal choice. <laughs> I'm glad there's the Superbird still, still on the menu. Superbird still on the menu. And uh, biscuits and gravy. I think they took those out, but biscuits and gravy was something else. Man, yeah. They put sausage well, on top of that. Oh, looks yeah. like they have a chicken biscuits and gravy, so maybe they have oh, a similar thing, but just not uh, yeah. red meat. Also, I used to work at the Denny's off of uh, Valley and Hacienda. If you guys go there, ask for Luis. He'll give you 50% off. No, I'm just kidding. If you do. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Luis. He's going to be gay. Man, what are you doing? <laughs> me lying out the door. I'm a buddy of Luis's. Jorge yeah, exactly. sent me in. Just use the promo code. <laughs> Luis. Promo code Luis. Luis. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. So, Travis, I That's showed you uh, earlier. I showed you an Allen. I sent it to you as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a guy during the halftime of a Baylor basketball oh, game. Oh, gosh. Who hit a putt from uh, full court from the other side of the court? He had a putt and actually made it. Great video. And won $5,000. I got a little audio from that here. Let me play it for you. <laughs> that was the same reaction when Taylor Swift changed the. Oh, yeah, to <laughs> Kelsey. Yeah, yeah exactly. So five grand to make a putt like that. So that's pretty pretty impressive. Travis, yeah. you play golf. How hard is it to make a putt even up close? So this putt is to, it's at Baylor University. It's from baseline to baseline. It's the entire length of the basketball court. I, I so, do like the idea of, you know, we've always all seen the half court shot. Sure. I like that it was a putt. It, that's not something you see often in y- basketball. I think you have and, – and the putt, I think, is far harder, right? Because it's just so much more distance, and the hole is, you know, it's four and a quarter inches <laughs> wide. And yeah. the f- ground is flat the, and slippery. Right, and there's paint. The ball's bouncing. If you had, I don't know, 5,000 chances at that, I don't think you'd make it. That's how hard it is. 
And this guy just rolls it in like it's a six-inch putt. It was okay, I a, unreal. I had a question here. What's, it should be worth a million, not five gonna, grand, by the way. I was going to say, what's the right amount? Because it ain't five. No, it's it's at okay. least. At least a hundred, right? Let, let, me, let, me, let, me let me give you an example. And at Laker games, as part of this thing that they have with MGM, mm-hmm. they take the shot at the end of the third quarter, right? And they had it at a time. This was years ago, but they had a time after every miss, it would go up five grand. Right, right. I, and it was, I don't even, to be honest with you, I can't even remember if it was also just applied to like, it's the next season and that total was going, maybe it's not. Maybe it's all just within the same season. But that thing was getting up 200 grand, whatever it was. I think that's fair. <laughs> sure. This putt's harder, like you said, than a half court oh, shot. Yeah. How's that only five grand? I know. I, do I sound like I'm, I feel like he should have got a lot more than $5,000. Maybe it was the first try, the first time they did it. Could and be. And if he didn't make it, it go, it'll go to 10. Maybe could to be. Your point. It could uh, be that. Here's why. 50? Can I throw. We start at 50? Cold water on all this? <laughs> yeah. Here's why it probably is. You have to buy insurance against these things because mm-hmm. the athletic yep. department does not want to pay the million dollars, yeah. right? So you go to an insurance company and you buy insurance and- the insurance company's like, yeah, we can make it worth a million bucks, but here's your insurance premium on a million dollar make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's probably way too high. So they I mean, went, we're doing a million dollar Monday. <laughs> that's what I, but, right. Yeah. But much, that's billions of cow. But anyway, it's an insurance actuarial table that put that price at five grand as opposed to somebody going, I think he'll make it one in 60 billion times. Right in the hole. Great putt. Oh, Great putt. I love the crowd going crazy. I don't know if Baylor's any good this year, but they usually are. That sounded like a game-winning buzzer beater. That was terrific. All right, we talked about it. Darvin playing his star players a lot of minutes, and I'm not quite sure I understand why. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.